Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another podcast of Loving the Christ Life. We are in the book of Romans and the teachings of Warren Litzman from his vast knowledge of the in Christ message and the Bible. This is a great series that we're in right now, and we're glad you could be with us to partake. Let's get right into it. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. It is with joy that I come to you. Joy and thanksgiving. Glory, hallelujah kind of joy and talk to you about the unsearchable riches there are in Christ Jesus. That's my purpose of being on the air is to talk to you about this Jesus. In my life I've done a lot of things to reach people. I've run a television station, I've run a radio station, I've run a lot of things trying to reach people with this gospel. But now I have an opportunity of reaching anybody who's got a computer anywhere in the world. They can pick up my message off my computer to theirs. To me, that's the greatest thing God ever did. Made it possible that computers could talk to each other. And I'm using it that we can talk about Jesus. We're in the fifth chapter of Romans. And we're ready to go into... Verse 13, the last line of Romans 5 and 12 says, We've all sinned. We have all sinned. You got that? That kind of leaves us hanging, doesn't it? That for all have sinned. And now the first line of verse 13 says, For until the law sin." was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. One single solitary message to me comes out of that verse. That until human beings living in this world had a law, I don't mean a law that you have to do this and you have to do that to be saved. I mean, until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. What's behind that? This book. That's that's one thing. That's a big thing that's behind all this. If the world had just been left for sinners to enjoy, to tear up, to come to riotous living in, if that's the only reason for the world, would be of all men most hopeless. But in the midst of this world, filled with sinners, because everyone out of a mother's womb is a sinner. Oh, I know there's some religion that says if you've got a sanctified mother, you'll come out sanctified. I find out nowhere in the scriptures. I find scriptures twisted. We've got a lot of religious people who twist the scriptures. They twist the law. We've always had people who, in a place where the law is given, they're going to change it, or they're, they're going to ignore it, or they're going to be smarter than the law. Till they get in trouble. 
So I come preaching to you about the law of God. What is the love law of God? The law of God is that no sinners are going to enter heaven. Well, what about saints who sin? What about Christians who sin? That's a glorious thing about the resurrection morning. We're going to get a new body. You know where sin comes from in a person? It comes out of the body. We call it flesh in the Bible. People who start living by the flesh are living by their bodies. Your body wants this money, so I'm going to work till I get it. The body wants this woman till I get her. The body wants this education till I get it. Body pulls. That's what turns our mind. Our mind takes our body pulls and works them out of us somehow. So the 13th verse says, Until there was law, men didn't know they were sinful. Where did we get that law? We got it from God himself. You think God made this world and stamped out any hope that there'd ever be an intelligent people who would understand the world, who would live in the world with joy and peace and salvation? You think that? You think God is ignoring all this that's going on in our world today? Over 300,000 Children suffered death by starvation in one African country. Do you think that the millions that are now sitting under dictators and false gods don't hurt, don't exist? My dear friend, world full of that. But in the midst of this world, every place you go, every place you look, there's somebody that knows Jesus. Somebody that knows Christ. Somebody that knows something about God's Word. What does God's Word say? It says, whosoever sins shall perish. It says everybody that continues to be a sinner will go to hell. I didn't say that. You say, well, you ought to be ignoring that and preach good things to people. I do that too. I'm just in the midst of Romans 5 where I've got to talk about it. It's time to talk about it. We have a great family problem in the world today. Families are more broken and upset and doing sinful things more so than ever before. Schoolhouses are breaking up as little educators are learning in the school. I want to take just a quick break right here to encourage you to go to our website, christ-life.org, and look at the bookstore. Great material, all of the things that you hear Warren talking about. And there's two books that I want to really bring to your attention at this time. These are a couple of the last books that Warren wrote before he left this earth. These books are called Book One and Book Two, 
The Joy of Knowing Who I Am, that's book one, and book two is The In Christ Position. These are the fundamentals of this Christ Life Bible series that we present to you. It opens a whole new understanding of the Bible and of God's eternal plan of our lives and purpose and of our personal relationship with God. This is a great series of books. Again, number one, The Joy of Knowing Who I Am. Number two, The In Christ Position. Look for these two books. They are amazing, and you don't want to be without them. Now, let's get back to Warren. Almost every week we have murder in American schoolhouses where the kids are, the ones that are between at least six years of age to 18 years of age. Right in their midst, the people being killed, other students killing other students. All have sinned. What did they do? First thing they did was ignore God. The second thing they did was to ignore His Word. The third thing they did was to ignore His Son. That's the trinity of what God did. That's the trinity statement that God works from. You can't just misplace God. People run around here, they're bird lovers. Run around here looking for beautiful birds and taking pictures of them and so forth. You know what that ought to be? That ought to be their strongest call to this gospel. We have people that are searching in this life for something beautiful and something great. That's wonderful. But all of it has to do with God. <coughs> we have the fools running around who saying God didn't create anything. <coughs> Excuse me. We have fools in our world who'd like to teach us, our children, our families, our neighbors, everybody, like to teach them that this world came into existence by God setting off a big firecracker. No, they don't even give God credit for the Big Bang. Fools! The world is full of good people, intelligent people, educated people become fools when they ignore the Word of God. You can't do that. The Bible is not a perfectly written book, written. I didn't say that it wasn't perfect in its message. It's not always perfectly written. A lot of people mess with it. That's, I'm talking about what happens as law. Some people have created a Bible that has no law in it. Some people have created a Bible that has no sin in it. Some people have created a Bible that has no heaven in it. And many have created a Bible that has no hell in it. And on top of that, we've got so-called Christian people who read the Bible who say that everybody's going to be saved in the end. Isn't that beautiful? What did they do with the law? What did they do with it? Did God ignore it? 
Did God lay it aside and say, now I'm going to save everybody, including the devil? How foolish can we get? The fools are everywhere. And so when this Bible was written, God took spiritual people of old and gave them the words to put in this Bible. And they wrote this Bible according to what they understood, according to what God told them to do, according to their custom, to their language. And the Bible has been filtered again and again until we have come to a place that we know best what the Bible says and we trust it. We trust it. But the fools still have their own Bible, their own understanding, their own ways, who delight in taking our Bible and saying there's something wrong here. Surely your God didn't say that. The fools. The foolish have said there is no God. But I still have the law. This 13th verse says that God's law. What was his law? What he told Adam and Eve. He said there are two trees in this garden. One is the tree of life and one is the tree of knowledge. Ever since that time God laid out that which would be his law. Leave the tree of knowledge of good and evil alone. Your life will come out of the tree of life. Ever since God said that, said that, he laid down the law. He's laid it down. The law is staring us in the face. And people don't like that. People don't like the idea that if they commit sin against God's word, that they're going to pay for it. No, sir. They're smarter than that. They're more intelligent than that. But the law stares them in the face. God says, if you love me, keep my commandments. His son said that. His death on the cross says that God loves sinners so much that he poured their sin, sinner's sin, into the body of Christ. And he bore in his body our sins and transgressions. It's already done. That's already finished. And you know what? The sinners in this world reject it. They turn it down. It's already done. It's already finished. It's over. He's paid the price. All they have to do is to believe that Jesus did this for them. That's all they got to do. They just got to believe it. But you know what? They're too smart to believe what God said. That's old fogey. That's out of, out of balance with the rest of the world. Men actually think they've made a world better than God has. Modern intelligence says we know a whole lot more than the scriptures tell us. We know now to come to our own understanding of life, of liberty. What fools they be. This book, this book has written in it words, especially from the Apostle Paul, words from the cross 
that lead to meeting Jesus in the air. You either listen to those words, trust those words, accept those words, for there's no one else that has those words sent to an individual by God, not like Paul received it. But you're foolish to reject it. Don't reject Jesus anymore. Don't think you're smarter than the Bible. There are things in the Bible you may never come to understand, but there are things there that anybody, a six-year-old child, can understand. Trust in the Lord. Got to go. Time is up. Be back next time. God love you. Wonderful series of studying here in the book of Romans from Warren Litzman. We'll be back to another one next week. Thank you for being with us. Don't forget to go to the website, Christ-Life.org. Look up the two books I was telling you about, The Joy of Knowing Who I Am. It's book one of the fundamentals of the Christ Life Bible series. And book two, The In Christ Position. Both of these books are amazing. Our thanks to Robbie Litzman, speaking of amazing, who allows us to go into the archives each week to bring you these wonderful, wonderful teachings from Warren. Valerie Hill does our Twitter account. Tammy Laycock does our weekly broadcast reports. And Teresa Ferraro is our producer for the Christ Life Fellowship. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ Life.